0: This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Hello and welcome again to Tort Talk. This is a show that's put on every single week, mostly talking about legal matters. But we're taking a little bit of a different turn for the past couple of episodes because... We're going to talk about some politics. Now, don't worry. You're going to like these discussions. Uh, We want to include you. So if you have any thoughts, you can always, of course, give a comment on the podcasts and let us know how you like them. Make sure that you give a like rating, subscribe, send them to your friends, all of that good jazz. Now, I'm Paul Stadden. Pleasure to be talking to you. I get to own the microphones people talk into, but the guy who owns the brain that's worth picking, well, that would be Terrence Gross of Gross & Schuster Law Firm. Thank you so much for coming back, Terrence. Uh, It's always a pleasure. Well, let's talk about your aspirations, because you've talked before about how you were a political science major, and yet you became a lawyer. Now, we all have degrees that we changed uh, our course or trajectory. I have a degree in guitar performance, which, as you can tell, became very useful in my life, because I do nothing related to that in terms of my business. So why, then, for you, the shift from something you obviously have a lot of passion about, politics, into being a lawyer. Did
1: you ever think maybe you want to be a politician? Well, it's really two different questions. The first is back when I went through uh, college, there was no such thing as pre-law. Ah. So if you were pre-law, you naturally went to uh, uh, political science, and you had con law in political science, you had business law was a, an elective, and I took those electives, and And there's a good amount of history because to understand the political system, you have to understand the history and and many of the things that we've talked about in in earlier shows. But Mm -hmm. uh, the big question is, you know, have I ever thought about it? And I've thought about it uh, less than five seconds. (laughs) And there's lots of reasons for it. Uh, One reason is this. I personally believe that politics is corrupting. So let's say you are a young, young senator. And you are just filled with enthusiasm. And you have all the best interests. And you have all these great ideas. And you magically get elected to the U.S. Senate at age 39, pretty young. And you tell everybody, I'm going to go to D.C. And I'm going to make a change.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and then you get there and you've got this great uh bill you want to pass that's that you think's really going to help americans and you realize well i got to get the votes i mean it's got to go through committee so you go to the senator from uh montana you hear he's got a lot of clout and maybe he'll help you out he goes son um uh, seems like a good bill um uh, Tell you what if you vote for my bridge that I want built in Montana uh, I'll, I'll back you and you're going well I don't know anything about Montana I don't want to just butter I, I really you know I'm, I'm trying to help out all Americans I'm not just trying to deliver for the state of Florida I'm gonna do that but I, I'm this is for everybody um, and and then you go through and everybody wants the pork that's where all this pork comes uh-huh, from so yeah. you get this bill so you almost have to sell you can go with the best intentions. And if you you so if you keep your ways and and you don't deviate, you're never going to pass a bill. Right. You'll never get any. So then they'll say, God, he did nothing. He didn't pass one bill. We elected this guy. He had so many promises. Unless you compromise, and then, and all of a sudden you're voting for uh, the, this bridge in Montana and 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 mm-hmm. this uh, dam. In Arizona and and all these things and, and even worse pork than that probably who knows what porks out there but to get these guys votes I'll do it but you got to scratch my back too and this right. is what I want and 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 a, and a lot of guys go there a lot of the senators are only looking after their state you right know, you know it's a dogfight fight over federal money for their state so you get up there and then that's what happens. So I think it's, if you're going to be effective, then you got to play the game and, and and it's corrupting. So that's one thing. The other thing is, I remember when I was on EBY on the radio station, it was a political station, and I'd start maybe talking about one issue. And there may be some listeners, oh, I love this guy. He is mm-hmm. spot, oh, mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with everything he's saying. And they call in and says, have you ever thought about running you know, as a representative or something. I said, I said, you've only heard me talk about one issue today. If I start talking about several other issues, you're going to say, oh my God, I'm not voting for this guy. Uh, because I, I, I do have very specific uh, opinions and I've thought about these things and people say, oh, you need to read this. I've read stuff. I, I, every time you disagree with either liberal or, or a conservative, they they think oh you didn't read enough you didn't do that. right yeah right. I've done that I've I've, I've read stuff that I have my opinion and it may differ from yours and and it's a dicey thing to talk politics in there but I'll, I'll give you a good example okay uh, you know from we actually before we started this conversation that I'm a gun owner mm-hmm. so I I believe that American citizens should be able to lawfully own guns I believe you should be able to protect yourself. And, and all those things, I believe in the hunters. I'm not a hunter myself, right. but I understand the tradition. I understand the love of it. And I know the father-son thing and the bonding. And I got friends that hunt deer and I hunt quail. And, and and I think that's fantastic. But to think that there shouldn't be any restrictions on it, uh, is, it's just, it's absurd um, in my opinion. And uh, when you look at, the I wish I had it right in front of me, but if you look at the Second Amendment, it is so short, it's shockingly short, and it talks about a well-regulated uh, militia comma. Mm-hmm. So I would I used to say this on the radio if you had an English teacher, an eighth grade English teacher that knew nothing about guns, that didn't care one way or another about this issue, but she's the English expert and she's talking about modifiers when it talks about shall not be infringed, she's going to say that those words relate to a well-regulated militia. Right, right. We didn't have a standing army. <laughs> I mean, there was no standing army. It was like Paul Rivera comes riding through the town and you pick up your musket and, right. and, and go. See you later, honey. I, I got to go. I can't do the crops tomorrow, you know. So at the end of the day, that, that's the way it was. But, uh, you know, so the, the love affair that we have, and, and, the, and my brother was an avid uh, gun owner when he died. He had over 60 weapons, and uh, I used to talk to him about it. And we all know, you know, if you go to buy a new gun from a gun dealer, you got your three-day wait, which yep. I don't think is a big infringement. Yep. And they do the records check, make sure you're not uh, Ted Bundy or whoever. Right. And I think that's appropriate. But then you go to a gun show, and I meet you, and mm-hmm. I got two thousand in my cash, and you say, "You got a nine millimeter? Yeah, a nine millimeter? Yep." And I give you two thousand. I got the gun or whatever the, the specialty is, and boom. And so, what's the point of having all that? <laughs> so I am I am for the red flag laws. If we look at the sad thing that happened, the high school in hmm. South Florida. You know, that guy was yeah. red flag all over right. the place right. and should not have been able to have a weapon. And and yet this whole love affair. So I know there's many good citizens and, and the people that are good and, and not convicted felons and, and not mental cases and not severe bipolar. You got nothing to worry about. Right. Uh, and, and, and so forth. So but again, as I talk about this, then all of a sudden. Uh, I, I thought this guy leaned right, and 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 all of a sudden he doesn't lean right. But yet, if you talk about the border, I, I'm very strong borders. I, I I think you don't have a country. If you don't have borders, then you're not a country. And and we should have to, I mean, my, my family, thank goodness, came through Ellis Island before the Holocaust. I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm, I'm very mm-hmm, thankful. Mm-hmm. There's a big immigration. Uh, people don't know this, but there was a tremendous immigration from uh, Europe in the late 1890s. And um, both sides of my family, they didn't know each other. So my mother's side of the family came in the 1890s. My father's side came in the 1890s. Hmm. And, uh, and Ellis Island and got put through and got jobs and whatever, but they came through legally Learned the language and, 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 the American dream, the melting pot, blah, blah, blah. And I believe in that. And I, and I believe we should have immigration, but, but you know, the, 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 just a wide open border come across. Oh, you're, you're, you're safe. You, know, you pass, go you're there. I, I just, I don't believe in that. And then the, the, the system has to support it. And then all of a sudden these people don't speak English. We're educating them and that could have medical problems, Oh, it, it just goes on and on. So it just all depends what topic. I mean, there's so as I speak, the, some liberals are going to really like this and then whatever. And then on an abortion, uh, I, I will tell you this, Paul. Um, I'm really torn. I'm a grandfather. I, I'm about to have my 11th grandchild. 11, oh my goodness. I got four children. Cool. I believe in life. I believe in adoption. I want adoption. I don't like the idea of abortion. Um, but I was willing to to like castor oil to accept roe versus wade right uh, first trimester uh, you know it's some kind of compromise because if you do i really believe if you just did away with abortion totally then you're making criminals number one out of some of these young ladies uh we're back to coat hangers and, and alleys and that's not a good thing mm-hmm. either um it, it's a tough question so i think the real people that are anti-abortion hate me and and the other group doesn't like me either. because there's some people that are just would like it wide open legal with you know it's my body whatever and I I don't subscribe to it because it it, I I know it's a woman and she carries the baby but if you go with that my body philosophy then that means that eight months you should be able to have an abortion because the baby's not born but they're viable and and I and um, you know we're hearing now with modern medicine you know, twenty six weeks is uh, uh, it, is a very viable fetus at twenty six weeks.
0: Well, I can see why you didn't really want to run for politics. <laughs> yes, because I, I, I've alienated everybody. Now. Well, well, yeah, and that's that's the difficult thing is <laughs> is being able to make yourself palatable. Uh, it's such a difficult thing to want to get into this position where you know you're gonna be criticized. It's like working in lost luggage. You know, you are not ever gonna have a day where you're not dealing with somebody who's just vehemently angry at you and you're not gonna change their mind. So I can see why you didn't want to run for politics or run as a politician or anything like that, because, you know, I I got enough of a taste of the people not liking me and talk radio and that put me off of politics forever
1: well give me one minute because i know we're right yeah, we're hitting we're hitting the end here but, yeah. The end. but yeah i gotta go ahead. say this oh yeah of course some of these presidential debates i love watching them now the older i get the more uh. i watch and it reminds me of saturday night live because you'll be there <laughs> right. and you'll be the moderator right right and you'll ask this guy a spot-on perfect question about abortion and he confidently starts giving an answer. And, and halfway through, you realize he, he hadn't even answered the question. And they've right. become masters because they don't want to. They don't want to talk as candidly as me because then they may not be electable. Right. If you tell the truth and and you speak your heart, you'll probably never be elected to office. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Uh, plus, I think it's interesting how you can take the transcripts of some of these debates and then just give them to Saturday Night Live and don't even edit them. And it's still just as funny. But... Well, we'll deal with more politics next week. I'm kind of interesting, interested in hearing comparisons between the American system and other systems. I know you have your thoughts on that because, of course, being a political scientist, you are interested in how we are viewed by the rest of the world and how we view the rest of the world. But we're going to have to get to that next time. How can people get a hold of you uh,
1: at work as a personal injury lawyer, eight five zero. or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com. Thank you so much for
0: listening to this episode of Torque Talk. If you missed any previous episodes, you know how easy it is to go back and listen to them. Just go back and listen to them and then share them, send them to your friends, give a like rating, subscribe, all that good jazz. Thank you so much for being here, Terrence. Glad to be here.